This is New Thoughts for Actors and Filmmakers, where we discuss overcoming fear and self-doubt and help to build in those resources to physically, mentally, and emotionally be at your best, no matter what side of the camera you may be on. Welcome to Season 2. So excited to be here with you. My name is Nathan Giss with my friend... Jim Clark. Yeah, I'm telling you, so many exciting opportunities for this new season. Jim, today's episode, Keeping the Faith. I got to tell you, I am very excited about getting into today's episode to speak about keeping the faith as a dreamer, the faith that it takes to begin the dream, to stick with the dream, to see the dream come to pass, and to be here to speak with you about this and yeah. be able to bring both of our skill sets together and hopefully encourage young dreamers. Uh, it, takes, it takes a lot of faith. It takes big faith to have big dreams, but to see those come through, ah, it is worth it. It sure is. And to put action to it, because sometimes when we're looking at those dreams and we're having that faith to do it, but all of a sudden we're like, okay, that's big. <laughs> now, how? Where do I start? <laughs> and so really, it's that one foot in front of the other, right? In the right direction. But we'll go through some of those key points today, too, also in keeping that faith throughout the journey. Because yes, there will be difficulties. Yes, there'll be some struggles. But you know what? You're worth it, and so is the dream that you have. Oh, amen. And just remember, when we have these big dreams, when God gives us these big dreams in our hearts, and the next thing we're saying to our friends and our family, I want to be an actor. Mm. I want to be a filmmaker. I want to be a writer. I want to move to Hollywood. You're going to get a lot of people that just don't understand it. You're going to do what? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You know, because it is, to a lot of people, scary. Mm. But that's okay. It's not for everyone. You know, it's for us and it's going to take a lot of love and hard work and dedication, but you can do it. You can do it. You've just got to put in the work and the time and the energy and come up with a plan of attack to go after the dream. Right. So, you know, let's start at the beginning, right? Let's start at the beginning, Nathan, for our listeners, because if you are out there listening to this and you have a big dream in your heart, there's something inside of you, a story you want to tell, a performance you want to give, you want to be on set, you want to be behind the camera, you want to be any part of this beautiful profession of making film and television that you see yourself involved in, you can do it. Mm. It is a big dream and it is a big world and there is a lot of things about it that can be intimidating. So let's start at the beginning, Nathan. Okay. Let's say you and I meet, I'm a young entertainment enthusiast. I've just watched an amazing film and I walk in to see you and I say, I want to move to Hollywood and be an actor. No one in my family believes in me. No friends believe in me. I don't have any education, but I feel in my heart, this is what I am meant to do. Yeah. What are some things you would say to to me? We'll talk on, on some of the logistics of it, but it's really stepping into that why you want to do this, right? It's got to be more than I want to just be famous or I just want to make a bunch of money because those things over time may come, they may not, but you also got to understand that it's going to be a process to get there. And if your why is just those two things, and it's not, I love it because of the art or because I, I feel like I have something to contribute or to do, right? Your why has to be fundamental because when the mountaintops and the valleys come throughout this journey, that's the thing that you're going to have to come back to, to remind you through that process. 
why am I doing this? And if it is the money and the fame and that kind of stuff, you got to understand too, like that's a process to get to that point. But again, your why is crucial to all of this. Is it just because you enjoy it? Is it just because you want to perform? Is it because you want to touch a life? Bring it back to your why and begin to make your first steps from there. And I love that because I still, to this day, I constantly remind myself of my why. Mm. I've been blessed to make some money. I've been blessed to have some success in different areas of this profession, but I'm probably more clear on my why today than I have ever been. And well, now you got to tell us. Well, my yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's a no brainer for me. My my why today is is I'm a dreamer helping other dreamers. Mm. That's what gets me most excited. Yeah, I love more than ever being able to encourage, offer some insight, help other dreamers see other people succeed, hear about their stories. So my why is I am in this to absolutely do what I love and act and make films and direct, but just equally, yeah. I, I know my why is to make sure I'm helping other people live their dreams. That's powerful. For sure. In my belly, I knew I had to do this. Hmm. Okay. I didn't have a lot of noise. My mother believed in me. My sisters believed in me. I guess I was kind of very confident in my skill set as just a professional. Like I had been a professional I'm in another, you know, I'm a police officer at this time and I knew how to be a professional, right? Yeah. Even though there was a lot of unknown for me, how to get an agent, right? How to audition, which classes to take, all this. That initial big, I have this dream, I'm going to go do this. I had a tremendous amount of faith in myself. I just did. I had no idea it wasn't going to work out for me. Like there was no part of my mind that said, this might not work out. <laughs> and then you get punched in the mouth. Uh. That lasted maybe a year or two. That good open faith, you know, wide eyed. And it was struggle, 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 punch in the mouth, punch in the mouth. Mm. Then it was, oh, what's my foundational training, right? What do I rely back on? Yeah. So in the beginning, I would say to you, big dream, you might come under big attack. It could feel like overwhelming in a lot of ways. Uh, in fact, when you and I met and you said to me, hey, I th I'm really interested in getting back into the acting, you know, the acting world. Uh, you know, I have this improv background and, and I think I'd like to pursue it. How did that go when I said, sure, I'll help you. Here's what you need to do. You know, it was first thrilling to even have that conversation, to be able to have somebody say, yes, you can, instead of that, whoa, no, that's not for you immediately. But to have that reassurance, and then as you're talking about, okay, headshots, when you're talking about getting online to certain servers and having conversations and, and uh, getting a group together and how to get back into this and memorization, it's kind of like, okay. <laughs> and in some regards, it is overwhelming, but you know, it's something where we have to chunk this thing down to bite-sized steps that you're going to take, right? It's the old adage, right? How do you eat an elephant? You know, one bite at a time. And that's really the truth behind this where, okay, do this one thing, then do the next one. And what's good too is that there, thankfully, especially in today's times, there's so many other resources around us. There's people, there's there's online, there's YouTube. Like we can draw from a lot of knowledge that's that's there. Thankfully, you know, we've got a good little crew that we've created here as well. But Again, that's something that did not exist until we really started pressing forward with this thing. And so to be able to build that together has been 
tremendous and, and one, the confidence of moving forward and the resources that are around us, because sometimes we don't see those resources. And so for myself, again, it was, okay, big dream, chunk it down. What's my next step? Take that step. And see, that is really perfect for a new dreamer, you know, a new dream, a big dream. It's very new, right? Mm-hmm. And if you read this book or you listen to this online and you do this and it's all these different things you should be doing, right? But it truly is identifying one step at a time, right? And that's what we did with you is I, was, I you know, I knew I threw a lot of information at you when you first came to me, but we kind of zeroed it down for you. Yeah. You know, we did one thing at a time and, and now look, you know, you have already been working as an actor. You've been auditioning as an actor in less than a year, right? Yeah. I think for me is if when I'm talking to you as a new dreamer, I like to say is remember that feeling. Yeah. Take a second and and let it like remember what it feels like to be in that moment and know you have something inside. Hmm. Because you're going to hold on to that at different stages of your career. Because I will tell you, I've had to lean into faith at different stages of my career because of different elements. Things change, right? The overwhelming of getting started doesn't bother me anymore, right? That that I look back and laugh at myself. It's now sometimes feeling overwhelming of the new level I'm at. I use this analogy a lot when I'm talking to young actors I'm working with or young filmmakers I'm mentoring as I say, there is no elevator to success. We all take the stairs. Amen. And yeah, if you're a young actor and you're talking to me, I'm just a little further on the stairs than you are, right? You might be on the second floor and I might be on the 20th, but guess what? I got more floors to go. I want to do more in this profession. There's so much more inside of me. And even when you look at someone like, you know, Keanu Reeves, he might be on the hundredth floor, hmm. but I know Keanu has more he wants to do. Right. So I know he's still climbing that stairs. You know, he's still moving up those stairs. So what has happened for me at different stages of the career is understanding that faith to keep moving, especially when nothing's happening. Mm. You get this huge excitement, you start, you join Actors Access, you get headshots, you join a class, talk about that later, what kind of classes and different things, but you do it. You start doing that. You're like, okay, I'm in it and I followed this one step at a time approach and... Now it's a year later and I still don't have an agent. What do you do? Yeah. And then all of a sudden like, oh, it's taking you a a year and you still don't have an agent. That might be like, you know, the world telling you maybe this isn't for you. Well, you, the world's a liar. Oh, I'm sure nobody's ever heard that. (laughs) The thing about this business is no matter who tells you they've got it all figured out, they don't. Mm. That's the beauty of it. It's also the scary part of it. Yeah. I find it to be beautiful. I find it to be beautiful to be in this industry that there is no roadmap. You have people who are in their 40s making it. Steve Carell was was still serving coffee into his 40s. I think he was 41 or something when the 40-year-old virgin came out, right? But then you fast forward. So you have your you have your initial and you get through that, you weather that season, right? And and real quick if I could mm-hmm. to kind of touch on that too. Especially when you are starting, there's something called anchoring. It's called state management as well. So you're trying to bring up that state. 
And especially when you're fresh because you're excited about it, right? What's that physical sensation in your body when you're thinking about acting or being on film or creating this movie or writing that script? And that physical kinesthetic reaction that you have inside of you, the anchor of that for some people could be almost like a fist bump. Yes, I got this. Or clapping your hands together. Okay, get to work. Something physical that helps you to kind of step into that. I worked in radio for almost 20 years now. And for myself, I remember early on a conversation that I had where it was like, look, whatever's going on in your life, I get it. But the moment you flip that switch to on air, you have to be there for your audience. Where the same thing for your dream, it's easy to fall into the struggle the difficulty, like you said, if that first year and you're not, you know, Hollywood famous A-lister and you're sitting here thinking, okay, what's going on? Going back to the roots of your why, trying to physically get yourself into that state again, that excitement, that dream, that desire, because there is a physical reaction that happens inside of us when we think, when we dream big, right? Yes. Like it's even, I think you mentioned earlier, we were talking about roller coasters and I can stand back before I get onto a roller coaster and my body's already feeling and I'm like, okay, let's do this. Because I've labeled that as fun and adventure and excitement rather than fear and all those other things. And so if you are thinking about early on, try to lock this stuff in. Every single one of your successes, find a way to celebrate that. Find a way to, okay, pause. All right, I did that first step. I got the headshots. I did this thing. And again, you're building on that confidence to get to where you want to go and try to make that a kinesthetic, a physical reaction that you're having to that. Because it helps to keep you in that state of mind because your body and your mind are together, keeping you where you want to go. Yeah. And that was definitely something I remember doing when I first started out. There was a, a, an actor who was kind of in, in our group and he's still acting as well. And Mark and I would go celebrate a callback or we'd celebrate getting mm-hmm. an audition for theater or, or a student film. We'd, you know, we, we would always go celebrate. And I'm a big fan of that today. I still do that today. And, and I even celebrate uh, my work with Dr. Jason Selk is if I do my five days of my my three top must-dos, then on the weekends, I reward myself. So I'm a big fan of that. But what you just said about remembering that feeling, and it's something you and I've worked on as well, because I, I do it, and it's called Nailed It. And nailing it for me is not about the result. It is about my process. Correct. And my effort. You know, if my effort and process are good, I've nailed it. The results are up to God. Yeah. I want to go back to when you first get started and keeping the faith in that first initial, let's call it the first three years mm-hmm. okay, for now. You have to remember that a lot of the people around you there are also going to be new. You go and take the first class of whatever improv troupe and you're there with other beginners. Okay. Right. And what I noticed was a lot of the excitement, it was a group excitement. You were excited with all these people. Everyone was excited, mm-hmm. right? Well, then guess what happens though? As life hits and people go away and people are like, oh, I'm moving back to Denver because I got an opportunity to work for so-and-so. And, right. you know, I'm, I'm going to do some theater back there. That'll be enough. Okay, that's that's fine. That's your dream. Well, what happens is it becomes lonely. Hmm. I'm not the only person that'll say Hollywood and the movie business can be a lonely place. The reason it can become lonely is because for me, I could tell you this, a lot of times it's no matter how successful I've been, other people can make me feel like I haven't done enough. It makes me keep my successes to myself. It makes me keep a lot of my stuff to myself. It, it, it's a, you know what, I'll just go sit over here in, in the corner and I'll just keep doing what I do. Well, that's not, I'm not shining God's light doing that. I'm not doing anything for others by playing small, right? It can be lonely because 
that excitement for this big dream is not always going to be shared by everyone around you. So what you're talking about with state management is you've got to know how it feels to keep yourself excited. Correct. You've got to know what it feels like to keep yourself full of faith. Yeah. Just to be clear, faith without works is dead. Mm. I'm not saying just have faith. One day a phone's going to ring and Martin Scorsese is going to make you a lead opposite you know, Leo DiCaprio. That's If you're not doing anything, that's not going to happen, right? right? You can't win the lottery not buying a lottery ticket. <laughs> when you and I are speaking about this, you have to put in the work. You've got to figure out what that work looks like along the way, but you've got to put in the work. You've got to understand, you've got to make sure that as you have faith, things will start happening, but yeah. you've got to be active in that, right? I think there was an, someone else said once, hope without a plan is a pipe dream. Yeah. Right? And I was like, ooh, that's powerful. <laughs> so, but in that first three years is you've got to just look at yourself. You've got to be able to look at yourself and kind of don't worry about anyone else. So if someone says to you, oh, you've been out here a year and a half, you don't have an agent yet. I got an agent in three months. There is so many different things that go into getting an agent that are way beyond just getting some good headshots and building your resume. What's that agent looking for at that time? Yeah. You know, do they have someone that looks like you? Are they taking on a development client? There's a lot of things that go into that. What I like to say is you've got to look at you. What are you doing? Are you working on your craft? Are you building your resume? Are you helping other dreamers? Are you finding ways to get on set? Are you finding ways to work with young filmmakers and student filmmakers? What are you doing to put yourself out there, build your craft. Mm -hmm. To fill yourself up with the things that you want to be in. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and keeping the faith that if I just keep working, if I keep doing, if I keep putting myself out there, if I just keep believing, that then that will lead me to get an agent. Almost every agent I had in my early days came through a referral. A hmm. friend of mine had an agent said, oh, I'll introduce you to my agent. This happens most of the time. I remember one time a, a not even really a big agent, a bigger agent said to me, get a film into Sundance and, and, and I'll rep you. I looked at him. I said, if I get a film into Sundance, I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so just, just keep in mind that that outside noise, you've got to be able to, yeah. to, to, you know, turn the volume down on it. That's right. Yeah. And turn the volume up on what you know about yourself. That's exactly it. Bishop T.D. Jakes out of Texas says when he was a little boy, his mom was a speaker. And he said, Mom, when we come to these things, they say, oh, you're Mrs. Jake's son. But one day, Mom, I'm going to be preaching and they're going to say, you must be Bishop Jake's mama. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought about that. I'm like, you know, just keeping in knowing who you are, what you can do in those early days. And the, the conflict and the, the things that come at you in the first couple of years are going to be different. So now let's move to, let's call it tier two. Okay. Year three through five. So- you know, you're doing well. You got an agent. You're booking a few things, right? You're building your resume. Not where you want to be. You know, maybe you're not even making a living as an actor or filmmaker. Or, you know, if you are a director, you've directed a few things, but maybe you haven't directed a feature. You haven't sold anything. You don't You don't have a deal in place. You're You're still trying to get people to watch your movie, right? To, to get opportunities. But you are working and you are successful in... A lot of the eyes of people around you and maybe even the people you started with, because a lot of people that have gone away, you didn't. They've said, oh, my God, I saw you say two lines on show X. And they're like, you've made it. You know? 
And you're like, actually, I made scale on that, and it didn't even pay. It didn't even pay my my monthly apartment rent. But paid gas money to go there. Right? <laughs> you know, for me, when I got to that point, what came against me was I was doing multiple things. I was producing, directing, and I was acting. The faith element, I started to get attacked to the point of like, uh, maybe maybe I should be maybe I should just produce because mm. that seems to be kind of happening a little easier for me, if you will. And, you know, directing and producing, uh, you know, I had been doing that on, sh- you know, so much small budget indie stuff. And and then it came to points like, well, maybe acting will just be a hobby. Maybe I'll just act sometime. In fact, this is what one of the things that led me to Jack Plotnick was I was kind of in that vein. I was having more success as a producer and director, but I knew something was was missing. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I missed performing. I missed acting. I, I, I didn't light up the same. And my buddy, Chris Gann, amazing actor, stuntman. We're going to have him on soon. Uh, shout out to Chris Gann, one of the most beautiful people in the world. Love him and his family. And he kept telling me to go to Jack Plotnick. And I went to Jack. And, and that night at Jack Plotnick's, it was like a dose of just a blessing being rained down on me wow. in that moment. And it it just reset that fire. Yeah. I did one scene, met Jack for the first time, but it was it was lights out. I was like, no, absolutely. This is what I meant <laughs> to do. This is what I am going to do. As my dad would say, Katie bar the door because I am coming through it. Huh. You know, that for me goes to this point. I was still in the game. So even though I was under this attack, I was questioning my faith in myself for sure. But if you notice, I hadn't quit. I wasn't on the sidelines. I was still in the game to the point where I was open to go to this class to have this, this inspiration. Yeah. That is where I think those middle years is key, is when you get to the middle years and you're having some success and you have a, maybe a lower tier agent, but you feel like it's not enough and you start to question. First, stop and say, look how far I've come. If you have spoken dialogue on a network television show in this country, you are in a small percentage of people. I don't care if it's one word, one line. Hmm. That's the truth. Yeah. You've got to stop, look back, look how far I've come. Second thing, who am I around? Yeah. I've been in this business for a while. I've been building up. I've been building my resume. I've been doing all this stuff. Yeah, it's not going as fast for me. It's not going as far I haven't become a lead in something. I haven't got to direct a feature yet. I haven't produced a feature yet. Stop. Look how far you've come. And then take some time to look who's around you. Hmm. Who is around you? Who are the people in your circle? Who can you open up to and say, hey, I'm struggling. I'm I'm starting to kind of have a little bit of self-doubt. I'm not sure this is for me. I'm thinking about becoming a casting director. I'm thinking about becoming this. I'm thinking about becoming that. And then who is around you, like Chris Gann was for me, if they're good people who love you and they're dreamers themselves, right. they can offer you some inspiration. And if they're not, if they're negative takers, you probably don't want them in your life anyways. Correct. That'll make, it place, make itself very evident. <laughs> As you stay in the game and you continue to build and have faith in, in this dream, you will have beautiful people come into your life. And you will have surprise blessings. You will have things happen that you will look around and be like, oh my gosh, that was perfect timing. Perfect timing. I needed that at that moment. So if I come to you at tier two, 
And I tell you, I'm struggling at tier two. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'm going to settle over here. What's something we could work on? When you're feeling that you still have faith you can do it, but you're starting to be like, oh, I'm getting older, I want this, I want that, blah, blah, blah. And I want to settle. I think that that's important too, because kind of going back to what we had said in the beginning, that why and how important and how critical that is for you. It has to explain and express why you are in this game. Because again, if it is just for the quote unquote, I made it, I made the destination, right? That's very difficult, especially in that time. Because even as we were talking and discussing this, for myself early on, right, there was dramas, there was there was all these different things that I got involved with, improv. I mean, I even started an improv group when I lived in Thailand. You know, I was one of the first ones there. Over time, it was, I'm married, I'm a dad, there's a house payment, there's all these kind of things. I'm running a business, I'm doing broadcasting, I'm doing these different things that I'm doing. That flame kind of died down almost to an ember. And when you and I had that conversation, it re-sparked that. And it brought back all of these things that I had done that reminded me, I can do this. This is possible. And for that person who is in that same circumstance, even if it has been, you know, you're just hammering this thing out for those three years that you're talking about, one to three years, or maybe there's a gap of 20 years in between that thing, you're still going to build on some of that foundation that's been there. It has to be more than just that would be nice because that's got to be the thing that gets you out of the bed in the morning. That's got to get you the thing to do your actor prep. That's got to get you the thing that gets you in your vehicle, driving to the theater when you don't want to get up that day. It's the thing that reminds you when you don't have that agent or those people are questioning you and doubting you. Your why has to be strong enough to re honestly to keep that fire moving inside of you enough that it continues to blaze. Because sometimes it does. Life life happens, right? That's that's just what it is, right? There's so many situations that say you can't, but you're going to have to be the one that says I can. And so that first step is the why, but it's also leaning into the process of this. We can't be destination focused. We know what that wants to be, our big dream, but the process of it, I will continue to do this thing. And I, I think it was Malcolm Gladwell uh, one of the first ones that I've heard, maybe it was somebody else, but we talked about how to become an expert in something, you have to put in 10 years or, or 10,000 hours. To be an expert at something, that's quite a bit of time. Right. And yet we have folks that are like six months in thinking, why haven't I hit the you know red carpet yet? Right. I don't understand. We have to realize the work that goes in. It looks easy. That's the problem with acting, <laughs> right? It looks easy, but there's so much that's involved with that. And to get to that skill set takes time. It's a craft that you have to hone. And so in those times when you're feeling low, when those times when you feel like it's just a, you know, an ember buried under ashes, you have to continue with that. Why? You have to build yourself from that moment and surround yourselves with the people around you that can help you to uplift as well. And also I'll say this too. If you're in those circumstances where you're like, nobody believes in me around me and saying, you got YouTube. Right. And I know that sounds silly. But I've heard some of the most inspirational messages of my life for people there's no way I will ever meet. <laughs> you know, they can be on the other side of the earth, but yet I'm learning from them, consuming the information, the data, being encouraged and inspired by that. I mean, you the very fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me that you're in the game. This is something you want to do. This is a direction you're trying to move in. 
And if that's the case, again, fill yourself up with the things that allow you to do and achieve the dreams that you have in your life. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, it, and if you are listening to this, you are doing the things we're talking about. You're here. You're, you're here. <laughs> and you absolutely correct. You're taking the time. Filling your belly with the fire inside of you. You're showing me you want this. Yeah. When I went back to Jack Plondick on that night, it wasn't just one. My why came back for sure because I performed and it was the love. I was like, I love this. I love the prep. I love going up and doing it. I love talking with this other professional about it. And then I saw how generous Jack Plotnick was. I saw how beautiful he was. I saw how much he loved other actors. Yeah. I, I saw how he spoke with love. I saw his generosity. So guess what? My why went up more. Yeah. So not only my why is I love this, but my why is I love being around other people who love this. Yep. Our why is big. Our why is going to stick with us, tier one, tier two. Now let's go to, let's say where I am now. So I'm going to use myself as an example for the purposes of this keeping the faith. You have a good career. You have, you're blessed to have great agents and managers, and you have a great body of work at this point. As a producer, I, I'm blessed to have many credits. As an actor, I'm blessed to have many credits. As a director, I'm blessed to have many credits. Yet, I still have so much more hmm. I want to do. And I feel like I'm just getting started. Now, when I talk to other people, sometimes I definitely will stop and pinch myself, right? I, I, you know, I, get, I get excited. I'm like, oh, gosh, let me play my highlight reel. Can I? Yes. Yeah, so just a moment, mm -hmm. too. So... When you're, we're talking about yes, your why and yes, your process, but I think that that's one of the key steps too, where find somebody who wants to do this as well. And what I mean by that is that fire can get rekindled by helping somebody else kindle theirs. Yes. Right? Because you're teaching, you're growing, because again, wherever you are in this journey, if you're like you're talking about tier one, tier two, whatever, there's still folks that are behind you that are saying, hey, over here. And the more that you bless them through encouragement, through excitement, through, hey, let's let's pull this video apart. Hey, let's look at this, this, this monologue. Let's look at this, this thing. That's going to rekindle that fire inside of you. The fact that you're helping to bless through somebody else's as well. Absolutely correct. And that's, that's what's kindling my fire more than ever today. Mm. And I could tell you this, I just watched John Wick four a few weeks ago. Do you know what sparks my fire the most out of everything with John Wick 4, with, with the success, the financial success. I'm so happy for my friend Keanu. I mean, I couldn't be more happier for him. He works so hard. He's so good to people. Huh. Do you know how he inspired me the most on John Wick 4 and the whole story around it? How so? He gave all of the stunt performers very expensive Rolex watches engraved. Wow. And I said, I can't wait to do that. Huh. I didn't say nothing to myself about, I want to be on the red carpet or I can't wait to be, none of that. I said to myself, I was most excited by the fact of, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to sit at a dinner table with my friends and my crew, and I'm going to gift every single one of them a very expensive Rolex watch with on the back of it engraved, thank you, I love you, huh, Jim, I'm going to do that. Your point is exactly to my point. Your why and that ember and the excitement is all around us if you want to see it. And you keep focused on what is in your belly. What, yeah. what, 
what it, what what is that thing that gets you so excited? What is it? Because that's the thing that's going to keep you going. It's what keeps me going now. We have a strike with the writers. The SAG might strike, and a lot of people like, "What are you going to do? What are you going to do?" I said, "I'm going to write a play. <laughs> I'm going to produce a play. That's what I'm going to do." Yeah, I already have a plan for that to happen because I have so much inside of me I want to do. When I have to have big steps of faith or keeping my faith now at this stage, I look around to people who have been where I am or were on this floor of the staircase. What did they do through their time? Hmm. Do you know before John Wick, Keanu was in really a, a downturn of his career. It wasn't, you know, he wasn't doing big blockbusters and things like that. He went and did a documentary called Side by Side, one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, directed by my very good friend, someone I love very much, Chris Keneally, who will be on our show soon as well. Hmm. This guy was doing things he loved. And Chris told a story about them going to Poland. They were in Poland interviewing cinematographers for this documentary. And all of a sudden, Keanu says, oh, guys, we got to fly to Italy or Morocco, somewhere else. Because I'm going to be in this, I got to go for this film festival thing. He said that their crew encounter sitting on this plane flying from Poland to this other film festival. He said, Jim, it was so special because it wasn't about fame, money. It It wasn't any of that. It was just four or five people who love making movies. Yeah. Making a movie about making movies. (laughs) And it was one of the most special things Keneally said he remembered from making the movie. And so now I hold on to those. That's how I keep my faith now. Yeah. Really, I, 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 now it's like, yes, who am I helping? Who am I reaching over here and taking with me? Right. But now stop and enjoy this moment right now. This podcast with you, me and you having this conversation yeah. is special. It is absolutely beautiful and it's inspired me and it's keeping me. This conversation is reminding me of my why. I got more to say, I got more to do, and so do you. And if you're listening to this, don't give up. Don't give up. Find something, one thing to do today that pushes you in the direction that you want to go with your dream. One thing. Love it. We're going to leave you with that. Amen, brother. I love you, Nathan. Thank you for listening. And we will see you all next time on New Thoughts for Actors and Filmmakers. I'm Jim Clock and I'm Nathan Gist. That's a wrap on this episode of New Thoughts for Actors and Filmmakers. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please remember to hit that subscribe button. Connect with us at newthoughtsforactors.com and follow us on X and Instagram. Thanks again, and we'll talk with you again soon.